Continuing our series today on the Boston Bruins draft history under Don Sweeney, taking a look at 2018, 2019, and 2020. We may also get some clarity on the Boston Bruins coaching situation today as Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet reports. Let's get into it, shall we? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Wednesday, June 29th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode in the audio form as well as video there's some bonus video content that will be posted on the youtube from time to time as well especially when breaking news happens if you are on twitter instagram you can find the podcast at locked nhl bruins and you can find me my dad jokes hockey tweets at ian c mclaren i'm a lifelong bruins fan and i've been covering this team for various outlets for 17 years it's also, according to Twitter, the 13th anniversary of at Ian C. McLaren on Twitter. I remember starting that account while we were living in Scotland. I was procrastinating from my master's thesis from writing it. The Bruins had just lost to the Carolina Hurricanes in the playoffs. And uh, Twitter has been instrumental in keeping me connected to... Bruins fans from a distance, not living directly in Boston, and uh, has also given me some connections that led to starting to write about the Bruins back in the day for the hockey writers, formerly um, getting a job at the score, and even uh, beginning to host this podcast. And as I begin today, we're getting some not quite breaking news, but Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet saying there's a couple things to keep an eye on today around the hockey world. One of them being possible clarity on Boston's coaching situation. Frank Saravelli of Daily Faceoff adding um, that or corroborating a report from Joe McDonald from the Worcester um, Telegram and whatever else. I can't remember the name of the newspaper. But Joe McDonald, longtime Bruins reporter, um, he shared yesterday that he, I'm oh, sorry, this morning, that he's heard that uh, Mike Vellucci, Pittsburgh Penguins assistant coach, has been interviewing for the Bruins job. Frank Saravelli saying, it was Vellucci's second interview as part of the process. It sounds like the finalists are David Quinn, Jay Leach, and Vellucci. Many believe Quinn is the front runner for the job. 
we'll see. And again, according to Uh, Friedman, we could get clarity on the Bruins coaching situation today. Quinn talked about him on Monday. He met with ownership over the weekend, believed to be the front runner after being fired a year ago by the New York Rangers. And, uh, so we'll see here today if indeed a coach is named, uh, by general manager Don Sweeney and, Team President Cam Neely. So that's the absolute latest here around uh, 9 a.m. on Wednesday morning. Now, I'm continuing my series today on Boston's draft history, and I'm lumping in three drafts because there's really not much to show from them, not much to talk about at the moment. We'll begin with 2018. The Bruins did not have a first-round pick that year as it was traded to the New York Rangers as part of the Rick Nash deal. That was flipped to Ottawa, and they selected defenseman Jacob Bernard Docker. I talked about this deal more extensively back in the Sweeney's Trade History series. Uh, But the Bruins... Without a first round pick that year because they went all in and uh, traded for Rick Nash. They did have a second round pick that was used to select Axel Anderson. He was a defenseman from the Moncton Wildcats of the QMJHL. He has since been traded to the Anaheim Ducks. And he appeared in 35 games for the San Diego Gulls this past season. Four goals, six assists. So Bruins, looking back, no first. They since traded their second round pick. And the next player selected was Jacob Lauko. Third round, 77th overall. He appeared in 54 games for Providence last season. Three goals, 13 assists. Lauko has some skills. He, you know, could possibly make some noise down the road with the Boston Bruins. But let's be honest, unlikely to be a mainstay at the NHL level. Following the selection of Lauko, the Bruins picked Curtis Hall in the fourth round. He had five points in 52 games for Providence last season. Dusty McFall was selected in the sixth round. They did not have a fifth round pick. That was sent to the Winnipeg Jets in a Drew Stafford trade. And that was used to select Declan Chisholm, who had a pretty good season for the Manitoba Moose in 2021, 2021-2022. McFall, 101st overall, 34 games for the Clerkson University team this past season. Six points in 34 games. A left-hand shot defenseman. 
And then in the seventh round, they selected Pavel Shen, who only played in uh, 22 games over in the KHL this past season with five points. So, looking at 2018 as a whole, hard to see any roster players coming out of that deal. They were able to use uh, Anderson as an asset uh, that was later flipped to the Anaheim Ducks uh, in one of the trades that they made with them. Uh, that was the deal that sent, um, David Backus and a 2021 first round pick to Anaheim in exchange for Andre Kasha. So really nothing to show for Anderson because Kasha was allowed to walk as a free agent this past summer. So 20, uh... 2018, not a draft to remember for Don Sweeney and company. Before we move on to uh, 2019 and 2020, quick word about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. Playoffs, of course, are over. Focus now on Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. It's your number one spot for, for all your scores, podcasts, and even news. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day. The podcast is free and available on all podcast platforms as well as on YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. Let's jump to 2019 now. The Bruins did have their first round pick that year. 30th overall after losing to the St. Louis Blues in the Stanley Cup Final. They selected John Beecher from the U.S. National Development Team. Beecher recently signed his entry-level contract and... It's possible he could challenge for a roster spot with Boston this season, although he likely will begin in Providence. Were there players selected after Beecher that may have been a bit more tantalizing? You know, this draft isn't really proving to be Super uh, deep at this point. Shane Pinto was selected uh, 32nd overall. He could become something for the Ottawa Senators. He was looking very good this past season. Uh, Eight points in 17 games to begin the season. Arthur Kaliev, Los Angeles uh, Kings 
prospect, very, very talented, could have a bright future. But there's nobody that really jumps out at the moment as a star center. It's not really a, a Trent Frederick, Alex DeBrinkett situation quite yet for the Boston Bruins. So Beecher could become something. Um, Dauber prospects, that's where I always look for my prospect information in terms of fantasy potential. Uh, his NHL certainty is ranked 7 out of 10. They call him a physically imposing two-way center that focuses on playing a sound game in all three zones. He does have second line potential, according to them, more likely a uh, a third liner. Thank you to my wife for delivering this beautiful, half-sweet caramel macchiato from Starbucks. Not a sponsor, but delicious. Uh, the Bruins did not have a second-round pick in 2019. That was sent to the New Jersey Devils as part of the Marcus Johansson trade. That was used to select Nikita Okatiuk. Uh, they also didn't have a fourth-round pick that was sent to the Chicago Blackhawks for Tommy Wingles. That was used to select Antti Sorella. Neither of those guys have done anything of note at the NHL level. Now, after Beecher, the Bruins next picked in the third round, taking Quinn Olson out of the AJHL's Okotox Oilers. He's playing at the University of Minnesota Duluth. 25 points in 42 games last season. Uh, Roman Beachkov was selected next. He's a defenseman out of Russia. I was excited about that pick because his junior rights were held by the Guelph Storm. I was hoping that he'd come over and play here. Uh, he did not. Played for Kabarovsk Amur of the KHL this past season with two assists in 22 games. Matthias Mentekivi has some potential for sure. Uh, he is a forward playing over in uh, Finland, I believe, at the moment. Uh, last season, 51 games, 12 goals, 19 assists for 31 points. He could be more of a long-term project, but, um, you know, he's a skilled center with very good hands and playmaking ability, needs to improve his skating and physical game, uh, and his NHL certainty is 5.5, according to Dauber Prospects. Finally, they selected Jake Schmaltz from the Chicago Steel. He had... 30, oh, sorry, 24 points in uh, 39 games for the University of North Dakota this past season. But again, a guy who unlikely to crack the NHL. Two NHL certainty rating according to Dauber Prospects. Uh, they call him a top 
six defensemen with a bit more seasoning, so it's possible he could move up the ranks, but it's a bit of a project. So, again, not much from the 2019 draft, although Beecher likely will be a contributing member in Providence this season and could very well make his NHL debut. Let's move quickly to 2020. The Bruins had no first-round pick. That was part of the David Backus, Andre Kasha deal. Jacob Perot talked about him back in our trade history. He had a very good season for the San Diego Gulls. Looks like he could be a scoring winger at the NHL level for the Boston Bruins. Bruins did select Mason Lorai with the... 58th overall pick. He had 29 points in 31 games for uh, the University of Ohio State. (laughs) Ohio State University this past season. And he has a potential to make some noise for the Boston Bruins. Dauber calls him big, poised, good first pass. He can contribute on... Both special teams could compete for a spot on the Bruins. More likely, he'll be at Providence. And it will be good to see how he performs against professionals. Uh, He has yet to sign his entry-level deal, but hopefully that comes soon and he can begin his professional career. That is, if he decides not to head back to, uh, to, to college. Trevor Kuntar selected in the third round, 89th overall, 20 points in 36 games last season. Left-hand shot, again, another one of these guys who unlikely to be a contributing member for the Boston Bruins anytime soon, if ever. Uh, He's called the big, strong four with a quick and accurate shot. Excels in the dirty areas. But again, um, he needs to, (coughs) excuse me, uh, develop at the professional level for us to see if he's got anything going on. Mason Langenbrunner, son of Jamie Langenbrunner, selected in the fifth round. Another more long-term project, and then Riley Duran selected in the sixth round, 19 points in 38 games for Providence this past season. They had no fourth-round pick. That was part of the Marcus Johansson trade. And no seventh-round pick. That was flipped for a seventh-round pick in 2021. We'll talk about that draft in a future episode. But uh, for those of you on YouTube, just so you can see what the Bruins have going on right now from these drafts, you can see 2019, 2018, and 2020, zero games played at the NHL level as of yet, for all of these players. That could change as early as this season, but I could count maybe maybe two NHL regulars out of that group. Beecher, 
and Lori. And that, uh, whoops, there's my uh, Facebook page. That would involve uh, some really good progression from both of those guys here in the next couple of years. Before we get to some news and notes from around the NHL, a quick word of thanks again for making Locked On Boston Ruins your first listen every day, free and available everywhere. Please do subscribe. Please do tell a friend today about the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Some merch news in the NHL today. Fanatics, Mitchell and Ness in the NHL announced an agreement that will see Mitchell and Ness gain rights to design and manufacture officially licensed lifestyle apparel, headwear, and accessories for the NHL and all 32 teams. Uh, They are a subsidiary or they're owned by Fanatics. Uh, They were acquired in February. I love Mitchell and Ness. Uh, They're throwback hats. Uh, I have a Whalers one, a Capitals one I was given. I've got this Raptors one that I've been wearing quite a bit lately. And uh, they make really high quality stuff. And I'm excited to see uh, what they do with the current uh, crop of NHL teams and logos. I mentioned Elliot Freeman said it could be a busy day around the NHL on a couple of fronts. One being Boston's uh, head coach situation. The other is uh, Kevin Fiala in Minnesota. There could be some movement in terms of a trade there. Um, I believe he is a... He's not an unrestricted free agent. He's a restricted free agent. And the Wild likely not able to sign him because of some of their cap issues. Remember, they bought out Zach Brise, Ryan Suter. They have cap space of $6.5 million. Uh, Nick Bukestad is a free agent as well and uh, looks like they're going to flip him instead of uh, paying him what he's due in free agency. He had an amazing season, uh, 33 goals, 52 assists for 85 points. So we'll see where he goes. Some Florida Panthers news. Uh Anthony Duclair suffered an Achilles tendon injury during off-season training. Timeline is uncertain, but it appears it will be a lengthy recovery. So the Panthers will be a bit shorthanded to begin next season. So again, there could be some breaking news when it comes to a head coach for the Boston Bruins. This comes a couple days after... Don Sweeney was extended. If you missed my breakdown of why he was extended, you can uh, go back and listen to yesterday's podcast uh, to hear, yeah, why exactly the Bruins are sticking with Don Sweeney. I think that's pretty much it for today's episode, my friends. Again, a quick look back at three drafts that have not provided 
much in return so far. I'm hopeful that Beecher can make an impact this season. I have Lorai in a keeper fantasy league, so I'm hoping that something becomes of him sooner than later as well. Uh, but the bigger news today, of course, is head coach watch in Boston. And be sure, again, to subscribe to the YouTube channel. When it breaks, I will post a video up there. You'll hear it there first. I hope you're all having a great week. It's the final day of school up here in Canada, so you can expect some uh, appearances from the boys on future podcasts. And uh, what am I watching? Finished Umbrella Academy Season 3 yesterday. Really enjoyed that. Started Only Murders in the Building. Season 2, looking to catch the season premiere of Westworld as well. And if you're looking for some new music, I've been rocking the new Jack Johnson, an unplugged album from Third Eye Blind, and uh, Soccer Mommy I'm really enjoying listening to as well. So happy Wednesday. It's a bit rainy here, but I hope the sun is shining inside and outside for you today. Please do take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. It's a crazy world out there, but we can get through it. And we press on talking about our favorite hockey team, Boston Bruins. Sticking with them, no matter what, and uh, hopefully the head coaching news is somewhat encouraging, forward-thinking, but we'll have to see if indeed it is David Quinn or if they're going to look at Volucci, Jay Leach, promote Ryan Mugano, who knows. Uh, We'll have to wait and see. So have a great day, friends, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.